T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 301-230-0980. You watching the combine? Do you do you every time you see a guy run, you're like, oh, we gotta go sign that guy. And then you start doing some digging. Oh, that guy might be an undrafted free agent. <laughs> he might be a third day draft pick. Um I think that's when we when we watch the combine. We really have to be incredibly careful. Uh it's it's something where if you go turn on the game film. You know, with athletes, you get a guy that, you know, could certainly, you know, uh, contribute on special teams maybe in that first year because you look at some of the tape and you realize some of that tape in game situations, the guy gets dominated by, you know, bigger, uh, equally strong uh, players. So uh, I just I, – I find the combine fascinating. The underwear Olympics, as we like to call them, I mean, you know – there's nobody defending you in a 40-yard dash in a straight line. There's nobody defending you in a cone drill. Now, what we do see, and I think from talking to scouts who go here and try to enhance their profiles with these players, you know, the biggest thing you get is, A, being able to sit across from a guy and talk to him. You can, you can tell usually sitting 10 or 15 minutes with a person whether they've got some acumen for the game or not. That's pretty easy to see. Quarterbacks, you, you heard Danny Cannell when we talked to him uh, back at Army-Navy. You know, when he got on, up on the whiteboard and John Gruden asked him, you know, spit out this play, and he just kind of like, dude, Coach, that's, that's, a long, that's a long play for me to kind of spit out at this point. You know, so you can – those things are helpful. I believe, I believe the combine is helpful – from that standpoint, because you get a lot of guys all in one place, as opposed to, for the most part, you bring guys in, you know, for workouts, and you can't, you just can't get as many there as you get at the combine. I mean, there's 300 guys there. So it allows you and your scouts to do a lot of work in a short amount of time, cover a lot of ground with some players from a a conversational standpoint. But we're not playing football there. I think the Senior Bowl is a far greater opportunity, and perhaps we even have to look into the fact that maybe because there are a lot of junior eligibles in college because you can leave after three years to go to the NFL, maybe Jim Nagy and the folks at the Senior Bowl who do an amazing job, okay, they do an amazing job. Maybe we need to open that up to those junior eligibles. In other words, let's do a lot of this work in football environment, whether it's the East-West Shrine game, the HBCU game that we just had uh, this past weekend, the Senior Bowl, because I value football. I value football and how we play football. How do I run routes against a guy in full pads? How do I defend a guy, you know, in man-to-man coverage? How do I react in zone coverage? How am I, when my quarterback audibles, do I pay attention? Did I get the audible or do I mess the play up? I want to see see guys in football situations because last time I checked, we're asking them to play football. We're not asking them to run out there and – tight shirts and shorts aerodynamically with very light running shoes on and run a straight line 
40 yards. We're, we're, not, we're, not doing that. we're not doing that, gang. You want to do that? Hey, track and field's over there. That's another great sport. But you can, you can go do that if that's what you're into. You want to be a power lifter? You want to bench press, you know, 225, you know, 40 times? Hey, you can go to the Olympics for that too. But we're trying to play football. And, and what I love is the general manager and the scouts that can enhance what the film study tells them with this information. And your explosiveness, you know, starting off in cone drills and, and in the 40-yard dash, that, that kind of confirms sometimes what we see from a guy. Man, boy, he looks explosive off the ball. Well, yeah, that kind of, that kind of athleticism we see at the Combine you know, kind of proves that for you. So from that, that, you know, from that standpoint, I'm all cool with taking the information at the combine, but I would rather us just do this all at the Senior Bowl, the HBCU game, East-West Shrine game. Let, let's go evaluate guys in football situations. And that's why, you know, I, I, for those of you that had an issue with Ron not being at the Senior Bowl, if we ever got away from the combine, I think it would make you have to be at the Senior Bowl then. But because we can have these interviews and we can see some of this other stuff, and Ron can pull up film anytime he wants, that's why I was not as big a proponent for killing Ron about playing golf instead of being at the at the Senior Bowl. Because Ron can pull up film on any player he wants anytime. This is 2023. This is not 1985 when the, you know you had to depend on whether you could get a reel-to-reel from the University of Alabama, you know, to, to, to look at Major Ogilvy running the football. I mean, or watch, you know, the, the get tape, tape a game off of a VCR, which I'm not even sure we had VCRs back in 1978, 82, 83, in that range. Have to look at, I'd have to look at when, when VHS and Beta came into our lives and we could actually tape a football game off the TV. But you, you get my point. My point is Ron can pull up film on Nolan Smith anytime he wants. Okay? He can pull up film on Michael Mayer anytime he wants. Dalton Kincaid, great tight end out of Utah, can pull it up anytime he wants. So Peter Skoronsky, the offensive lineman Northwestern, he can find Big Ten film anytime he wants it. So he can do those interviews here. Ron can be involved in that process here. So I don't necessarily need him to be at the Senior Bowl right now, but if we moved, if we moved this interview process and everything away out of the combine, then yeah, I'd be I'd be more hard pressed to make him go there. I'd be I'd be more of a hard ass to make Ron want him to show up at the 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 Senior Bowl or something like that. But he can still accomplish everything he needs to do from a player evaluation with Martin Mayhew, and it's clear. I mean, I thought Martin was very calculated in his remarks this week. And what have we talked about? And Chris, Chris says a lot of things, but he was right. At times, we just want Ron to, to hush, not say anything. And I thought Martin Mayhew's very calculated in his remarks, but I thought Martin Mayhew said something this week that was 150% spot on and maybe the smartest thing that he has uttered in, in his time as a Detroit Lions and or Washington football team executive. And he talked about how we have failed quarterbacks. We have failed quarterbacks miserably. He is 100% spot on with that comment. Because of the pressure that we have put on them, because of our lack of development at that position, lack of coaching at that position, we have now put young quarterbacks in terrible positions where they get off the bad starts confidence gets battered physically they get beaten up mentally they're a disaster some of them find a renaissance like a geno smith they find a renaissance later in their life this goes all the way back to the 70s i mean jim plunkett came into this game as someone that was supposed to be a can't miss star he went to new england right away they were not very good when he came out of Stanford. It took Jim Plunkett almost 10 years to find his stride. He went to San Francisco after New England. He was brutal. And then finally found it with the Raiders. And obviously that quarterbacking with the Raiders, he wins two world championships in four years. One at our expense, thanks to Marcus Allen 
and Jack Squirek. Oh, that still brings me bad feelings. But that was a guy that took almost 10 years to figure it out. You look at the year Geno Smith had last year. And the consistency and the effectiveness over a full season. Had his best year in the NFL. It affected winning. He, he led Seattle to the playoffs. Sometimes the situation finally aligns for a guy later in his career. Just like that. So, Martin Mayhew, 100% spot on. And the fact that Sam Howe could sit last year, and any reference, Patrick Mahomes, who did the exact same thing. They both played last game of the year in their first season. Sitting, waiting, watching, learning, getting a feel for how to practice in the NFL, getting a feel for what other professional football players look like. Because guess what? I don't care what anybody says. In college football, you're playing against some jabronis, okay? You're playing against some jabronis out there compared to the NFL. Now, they're all good athletes. You don't play Division I football without being a good athlete. But let's face it, there's a big difference. There's a big difference throwing against, you know, a, a mediocre ACC corner who's not going to play in the NFL one day and then having to go play against, you know, Trayvon Diggs, Darius Slay, guys that you're going to have to play against, you know, four times a year just in your own division. I mean, there's a, there's a gigantic difference in that. And the fact that Sam Howell could sit, could watch, get a feel for everything that's going on, incredibly valuable. Because look at how he played in the last game of the season. Dallas was playing their people. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it wasn't like Micah Parsons was only playing five snaps and then we're going to get him out and save him for the playoffs. No, they were playing They were playing with real people. And, yeah, he had a terrible throw the one time, left side of the end zone. Yeah, it was a terribly underthrown ball. But the rest of that game from Sam Howell was pretty damn skippy, and you'll take it. If that's what you get for a full season in 2023, you know, they have luck boxed into a third-day guy turning into a starting quarterback at an incredible value of $870,000. And Andrew Brandt brought up a great point this week as well. If you don't listen to Andrew's podcast, I would encourage you to download it. And it's 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 something I've talked about, and, and I know some of you think I'm kind of facetious when I say it, but you know my love for wanting to be in college personnel. And I cite Marty Herney, who's working in Washington's front office. He was a journalist. He was a writer. He was a sports writer. And he's worked in the NFL front office for a long time and actually done it very well. I love this stuff. I'd love to go work in a college personnel department. But Andrew Brandt put it in perspective this week on his podcast. And everybody freaks out when you have to pay your quarterback. When your quarterback gets so good that, oh, we got to get, you know, 14 or 15% of our cap taken up by the quarterback. Oh, how can we do that? Okay. A, the Kansas City Chiefs this year. Okay, as soon as they, they sent Tyreek Hill out and he's in Miami, everybody's, all oh, the Chiefs are going to back up a little bit. There's no way that offense is going to be as potent. Mm-mm, no chance. Oh, yeah, 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 it was. Yes, it was. Why? Because their people in the front office attacked it the right way. They brought in replacements who certainly didn't do it in the same way that Tyreek Hill did. But Andy Reid had the ability to find a way with Eric Bieniemy, Matt Nagy, the rest of the offensive staff, to make it work. Okay? They did it on the cheap. You can do that. You have the ability. You think about it. You have the ability more often than not, if you do this right, every year to go get five or six football players in the draft that if you do this right, certainly should be contributing on your roster at minimum special teams. Your upper-round guys, by all means, should be good enough to come in and play for you with the exception of maybe at the quarterback position because you may have one there already, and maybe that guy's not quite ready because of the, the rigors of that position. 
But between the draft, free agency, undrafted free agents, you can still go get enough talented guys on your team that you should be able to surround your quarterback, who's the most important player usually on your football team, and and do it from from that respect. And Kansas City proved that this year. So now in Baltimore, look at all of the controversy that is rising up as a result of this Lamar Jackson situation with the contract. The offensive coordinator is gone. Rashad Bateman is killing the GM publicly because the GM is killing the wide receivers publicly. And they still don't seem to be any closer with Lamar in terms of contract. Now, I do agree with Baltimore and the rest of the NFL trying not to let Cleveland, you know, ruin it for everybody else. And that seems to be the most gigantic sticking point right now. But if Baltimore, if Baltimore is uncomfortable playing that style of football, then they need to find a way somehow to move on from Lamar and start over with a different offense. You got to make a decisive decision one way or the other. Either you want to play that way or you don't. If you want Lamar Jackson in the fold, then if Lamar's going to hold out for 45, 48, or whatever, then you got to make a, a decision that, look, we're just not going to agree to go to that level and dare somebody else in the league to do so. Because Rashad Bateman comes out yesterday and essentially, you know, tells DaCosta, hey, you know, you're sitting here taking shots at us when the the real issue may have been the offensive coordinator who's no longer with the team. So that doesn't look good in terms of public perception for the organization as well. The other thing I would remind Rashad Bateman about is just being healthy and being on the field. You know, he, he wasn't able to stay healthy, unfortunately, either. But that's not a good look uh, for them as well. Let's take a couple of phone calls here before we uh, get to the bottom of the hour and our uh, feel-good hockey story coming up. Let's go to line one. Sabah's on the line. What's up, Sabah? Hey there, Pete. Can you hear me? I'm, I'm, I got you. I'm in Walmart, Ohio. So I, was, <laughs> I thought you called me I was in the car, but <laughs> I got my on my headphones because I'm getting some lemon Oreos for the girls. Do you know why I'm getting lemon Oreos for the girls for their game today? Um. Why lemon? Because I'm an Oreo connoisseur. Lemon is not high on my list. Me neither. I've never tasted them. I've never tasted them. But you don't know the big hoo-ha down here in North Carolina? I do not. So you know one, um, you know one, um, is it, dang it, Larry Nance, Jim Nance, what's the guy's name? The fifth-year senior that Carolina got to replace Manic. Pete Nance. Sorry, Pete, Pete, Pete Nance, yeah. Anyway, he, he was like one for, he's been horrible. Okay, 20% from three after coming from Northwestern, 43% three-point shooter. Well, you know, everybody wants to run him out of town. So, and Carolina's been sucking. So, I guess he had a meeting with uh, Hubert Davis about a week and a half ago in his office. And then he always takes a nap in Hubert's office after they talk, whatever. I don't know. And then he wakes up and goes again. Well, in the conversation, Hubert found out he liked lemon Oreos. So, when Nance woke up, he had a box of lemon Oreos there for him. And he has been shooting lights out. He made something (laughs) like 18 threes in like three games. And so, everybody, you can't buy lemon Oreos in North Carolina. Like Harris Teeters, all like the the rat, they're all done. Oreo um, company even tweeted at uh, Pete Nance for like some kind of deal, like a, um, a sponsorship. So I'm getting lemon Oreos for the girls today. I don't know if they know why, but they're gonna have some lemon Oreos today. Mm. Well, well, let's hope they shoot the lights out against Wisconsin Oshkosh today, and I know, uh, huh? and advance in the NCAA tournament. I, and look, if it works, well, thanks, man. Sabah, if it works, uh-huh. Uh-huh. look out. Uh-huh. You might be able to get Hannah some nil from Oreo. You never know. I doubt that. No, no one knows, knows some of the girls of WNL. But uh, anyhow, um, you were talking about these kids on the uh, court. You know how um, behaving and, and fighting. And you know, I really think uh, COVID has caused a lot of this. Uh, it has isolated uh, people, and kids get affected more, and even adults are being affected. And what happens is they're listening to everybody on the internet. All the Things they tell you to do and don't listen to this person and advice they give you without consequence. I tell my kids all the time, 
you know, my, my son kind of got caught up a little bit. He got a little crazy, not violent, but just thinking weird thoughts. I'm like, dude, why are you listening to people who have no consequence? If you do what they say do, they have zero consequence. And I think that's what's going on. A lot of these kids, they're like, referees don't mean nothing to you or somebody do that to you. You know, you hit them back. There's no, they don't get out. They don't play with anybody anymore. Everything's online. You could be talking to a 60-year-old man and think it's a 13-year-old girl. You have no clue who you're talking to. And I think a lot of that is what's going on. There's no more personal interaction. And if you don't have personal interaction, how are you going to grow? You can't grow mentally without personal interaction. So I don't know what we're going to do about it, but I think we're going to have a lot to do with it. And you know what? And you know what, too, Sabah? You saw it firsthand, Mm -hmm. by the way, just like we were talking about Fran McCaffrey, when the Christopher Newport coach acted like a jackass and nearly cost his team the game. You know, against your daughter's team, that game gets to overtime when it shouldn't have because of his technical foul after the game was over. That's you know? right. He was, so, and he still acted like an ASS. I know. I know. Anyhow, appreciate I'm so you. excited. I hope I'm not sad tomorrow, but I'll call you Monday to see how, let you know how things went. Yeah, we'll keep tabs on it. Believe me, we we've got we've got the internet. So, <laughs> and, and look, I, I'm I'm sorry. That's right. I'm sorry for about Navy. I heard. I can't yeah. believe it. They got upset. I'm so. That's um, all right. It's it's bad when it's over. You know, the tournament is basically everybody getting slapped with a terminal illness. And you have like a one in three hundred chance of surviving. What's that? A point three percent survival rate. That's the bad part about any kind of tournament. Because when it's over, it's over. Right. Only, only one, one team, team survived. That's right. One team survived. So I appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Hockey top customer service sport. We'll explain next. Right here on the Team Nine Eighty, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Three one two three zero zero nine eighty. Coming up, we'll hear my conversation with Matt Rogers following Americans' win last night as the seven seed and a depleted roster, yet still found a way to knock off Navy in the seven two matchup, fifty two fifty one, to advance to a Sunday semifinal with Lafayette, an upset winner over Lehigh themselves. So it'll be seven versus six. Look, people pay a lot of money to go to sporting events, be involved in their sport, but there is no sport. It is undisputed, absolutely undisputed. There is no sport that does a better job of providing customer service than the sport of hockey. You can go watch the Capitals practice just about any time you want when they're at home. No other sport provides you that opportunity. You can't go watch the Commanders practice because football is this super-secret CIA Oh, we can't have anybody out here watching what we're doing. They might tell the other team what we're doing on Sunday. No, no, can't do that. Yet, Navy football allows you to come watch practice all the time. Has for the better part of 15, 16 years now, 17 years. Monday through Wednesday, you can come out there and watch practice anytime you want. Seriously. I mean, it's a true story. We have people that come watch our practices all the time. Coaches are invited to come out and do it. But hockey is the best at this. And... The worst part, though, for any 
young, young, you know, fan is when their heroes get traded away. And one of those heroes here in Washington was Garnet Hathaway and a young man that uh, lives not too far from me, Troy Passero, loves Garnet Hathaway, wears number 21, playing youth hockey because of Garnet Hathaway. Garnet's been fantastic to him through the years. And to uh, join us now is Troy's mom, Jen. Jen, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Um, as I was messaging you when it was becoming apparent a deal was going down, uh, Troy's at practice. And, yeah. you know, within, you know, a couple seconds of you telling him, hey, you know, it looks like uh, Garnet's going to get traded um, as expected. And that that was the reaction I thought it was going to get. You, you had an upset little guy on your hands, didn't you? I did. Um, probably should not have told him before he went on the ice for practice, but um, there were some rumblings in his locker room with different parents and stuff, and the tears just started, and I was like, oh, my gosh, what did I do? I should have waited, but um, we knew it was a possibility, and we kind of told him, like, hey, like, there's a good possibility he might get traded. You know, he's unrestricted free agent at the end of the year, and Cats haven't been doing so hot right now, so, you know, they might be trying to clean up shop, and it, it happened, and he was sad, obviously. Uh, he cried for about two days. Um, you know, his biggest thing was he wanted to make sure he was not going to Pittsburgh because he said he would not root for Pittsburgh. Um, so, but I mean, he went to Boston, so he didn't go to Pittsburgh. So at least he's still close. So he's gotten a little bit better over the last few days. So, cause it's been about a week, I guess now since he's been traded. So a little bit of a rough practice for him, but I was going to say, at least Troy had his priorities in perspective, not wanting him to go to, uh, to Pittsburgh there. So uh, he, he certainly understands the essence of the rivalry. Garnet has been so good to him, though, and, and I know uh, lots of other folks. He, I mean, hockey, as I explained, Jen, I think it's the most customer service friendly sport. You can go watch the Caps practice just about any time you want uh, over at the Iceplex. And the interaction by the players, though, uh, on top of it, to me, is what makes it so. And I'm not sure there's been a better relationship uh, than Troy's with Garnets through the years. Yeah, their relationship has definitely been special. Um, I was always a baseball girl myself. My husband is who brought me over to hockey. And just in general, hockey is the best sport Um but honestly, it, it really started, uh, Troy had a speech uh, delay, and we used to go over, like, the Caps players and stuff with him all the time um, to try to get him to say different things. And obviously, I'm like, if you can say Kuznetsov, you can pretty much say anything. <laughs> um, and the year that Garnet came, he would always try to learn, like, the new players. And Garnet was the first one he learned that year. I believe he was three getting ready to turn four and uh, he just rolled with Garnet. I don't know. I mean, we used to watch flames games a lot because Troy Brower played for him. That's actually who Troy is named after him and Nicholas Backstrom. Um, and he rolled with Garnet. He asked first jersey he ever asked for was Garnet's jersey. So we, you know, take him to practice every year on his birthday. And he picked up the jersey on his fourth birthday, and Garnet was just so excited because I think actually it might have been the first actual Hathaway jersey made at MedStar. Um, and then literally from there, um, I mean, it just kind of took off. I mean, he had that incident where he got suspended for three games, and Troy was like, oh, he's sad. I want to make him a cake. His birthday's coming up, and took him a cake, you know, to practice with a lobster on it. And every year we've made him a cake and taken it over to MedStar for practice. And one of the biggest things was during COVID, I had asked Troy, you know, what do you want to do for your birthday? Because he was turning five and I couldn't take him to practice because it was closed. Everything was shut down. And I kind of just tweeted like, you know, hey, you know, I feel horrible as a mom. Like all he wants to do for his fifth birthday is go to Caps practice and see Garnet, you know, at practice. Garnet reached out to me and was like, look, it's not a cake with a lobster on it, but why don't we do a Zoom phone call? So I figured, you know, 10 minutes, you know, max phone call. I mean, he's five. Garnet talked to him on FaceTime or, yeah, through Zoom, actually, for 45 minutes. And I was just floored. I'm like, they talked about 
Mario Kart and Yoshi and, I mean, anything under the sun. And he just completely rolled with it. Um, and, I mean, just from there, it's, you know, he's given him sticks. He always gives him a puck at practice, numerous pucks at warm-ups. It's just a sweet little special relationship that the two of them have built over the years. Well, obviously, with the trade, um, you know, that presents a, a, another, <laughs> you know, set of circumstances, yet here – the Boston fan base um, has, you know, gets wind of this and this relationship, and their response uh, has been extraordinary, Jen. Um, you know, I, when I saw what transpired here, to me, I mean, when a guy's local, that's one thing. I mean, you see him all the time. You're out at, you know, the, the complex. You, you know, it's easy to do that. In this situation, what transpired here with Boston I just found uh, to be amazing the way Bruins Nation and, and even their public relations department uh, really rallied here uh, in seeing Troy's favorite player traded to Boston. And, well, they they kind of did something about it, didn't they? Yeah, so um, obviously I put up a picture of like him and Garnet, you know, thanking Garnet, you know, for everything. And kind of put something up about like, hey, you know, Troy is you know, going to cheer on the Bruins now. Nothing big or overly advert. Um, and then somehow, like, some way, well, they're doing a charity event on Tuesday. It's Patrice Bergeron's charity event for the Special Olympics in Massachusetts. And you can play ping pong with a player, and you could bid on it. And so you could bid, like, for Garnet or whatnot. And so I kind of took, like, a screenshot, and I was like, you know, who wants to send Troy to Boston with a bunch of laughing emojis? You know, obviously kidding, would never expect anything to do anything of that nature. We never expected Garnet to do any of the things that he did for Troy. I mean, obviously, we're super, super grateful, but we never expected any of it. And um, so one of the radio show hosts up in Boston, when the sports people were like, you know, Troy was devastated. Let's get Troy to Boston. Um, that night I had put like a picture up of Troy just watching his tablet, watching the Bruins game with Garnet on the screen and was kind of like watching, you know, the Bruins game, watching Garnet and Bruins PR reached out to me and was like, Hey, we want to send him Bruins swag. And we got a box full of stuff like hat, shirt, poster, um, AirPods that have the Bruins logo on it that are shaped like hockey sticks. Um, stickers. I mean, it was just chock full. This huge box comes. They're working on getting him a jersey from the pro shop for Hathaway. Um, and then the radio people that are putting on the event that said, let's get Troy to Boston, the other radio show host bid for Troy on his behalf so that he could play ping pong with Garnet. Um, and he's like, I would love to see this donation matched. And some Boston fan like came up out of the blue and was like, I'll match it. Let's get Troy to Boston. He messaged me. He's like, here's my number. Text me. Like, I'm ready to bid whatever amount. And I'm like, I, I can't accept that. Like, I appreciate it. I know it's for charity. And he's like, no, I want him to come up here and see his hero. Like, we're getting this done. And unfortunately, he literally got outbid in the final seconds. He felt devastated. He felt awful. And I'm like, you did more than I expected anybody to ever do. And he literally felt so bad that he bought me, my husband, and Troy tickets to this event, like sending us up here for this event. The Bruins, in turn, have sent him tickets to go to this event. Like, it's completely full circle. And, you know, Boston's not always like our most favorite team that we root for when they, they're in town and play the Caps. But honestly, I, I can never say a bad thing about them ever again. Like they have gone above and beyond. Like they're still trying to work stuff. Um, so we leave Tuesday for that. Troy has no idea. We're not telling him. Um, so, but I think their practice is open on Tuesday. So we're going to try to go to that so he can see Garnet. But it's just literally been a complete whirlwind. Um, Boston Twitter kind of rioted when they found out that the guy got outbitted. You know, like, how can you do this to a child? So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but they all pulled together, and um, it's really been great to see. It's just uh, hockey is the best. I mean, there's no other, like, no other sport. I mean, 
I don't want to criticize any other sport, but I just what other sport would do something like this? It's just it's mind boggling. Yeah, I mean, it, look, let's face it. I mean, it's, uh, how many sports do you get close enough to the players where you can really have uh, this personal relationship uh, in, in yeah. many ways with them? And I, I think that's the biggest thing is is hockey. Hockey doesn't take itself so seriously that you know that they lock your their facility lock you out of their facilities like it's Fort Knox. No, you can't come in. Uh, they right. Uh, I mean, hey, hey, here's what's going to happen. We're going to get the puck to number eight, and he's going to shoot the puck ten times in the game or more, <laughs> and we're going to try and score goals. I mean, it, it's real. Yeah, exactly. He's going to be right over here, and teams haven't been able to stop it for twenty years. Okay, we're yeah. going to line him up in the same exact spot. <laughs> so. I mean, I, look, yeah. it, it's awesome. I mean, and, you know, I've had I think... Bruins fans, like, offer us tickets. There's one guy I've been talking to. He wanted to give us tickets for the game on Thursday. And I'm like, I appreciate it. Like, we can't, like, really stay three or four days. You know, I can't keep him out of school for that long. And he's like, any game you want, there's four lower-level seats. And, like, I looked them up, and they're going for, like, $600, like, on StubHub. And I'm just kind of like, who are these people, like, the Bruins dentist reached out to me and was like, I got two tickets for the, you know, Caps game versus Boston here. They're yours if you want them. I had somebody reached out and was like, I got two extra tickets when the Bruins play in Montreal. They're yours if you want them. I'm like, I, I just, I'm mind blown. I just, it's been crazy. It's been amazing. Um, Troy appreciates everything, which is the best thing about it. Like he's not an ungrateful child. So that makes it, you know, better too. Like he appreciates everything that everybody does. So, and we don't expect it. So, yeah, but you know what? I mean, it, it also reaffirms that it, you know we started out the show talking about all the stupid fighting in basketball and everything that's going on right now. It, it just reaffirms that there are a lot of good people still in the world. And absolutely, you know, it, it really. It, I I just thought it was you know watching what was going on on Twitter and, and as each step. Uh, was being uh, taken. I, I just thought it was amazing. I kept thinking to myself, I'm like, you know what? I started thinking about all the different sports, and I'm like, there is really is nothing like hockey. The access There's that you not. get, you know, I mean, the access that you get is extraordinary. And uh, as you mentioned, I mean, Garnet's obviously had a great relationship with our radio stations here uh, through the years. We all think he's a great guy, and, and I know in a way, I know in a way personally because he's from Maine. You know, yeah. being a little closer to Maine but personally, you know, but you never know. You never know. He is a free agent at the end of the year. so He is. He could come back. And <laughs> Troy is also, he's like, if I ever see him before the playoffs, he's like, I'm telling him that I want an invite to the Stanley Cup, his Stanley Cup party this year. So <laughs> I'm like, all right, you tell him that because I'm not. <laughs> no problem. Jen, appreciate you taking time for us this morning. And uh, give Absolutely. the little man our best. Uh, all the best to I you will. and Nick as well. Appreciate the, the story because I, I think it was fabulous. And I, I just thought it was worth being told. Uh, you know, because we, we see so much. We see the bad in athletes. We don't praise the good in athletes as much as we should, and, and this was just extraordinary. Appreciate the time this morning. Have a great weekend. Absolutely. You too. Thank you. You got it. Jim Passero right. joining us. Her son, Troy, uh, developed great relationship with Garnet Hathaway here in Washington, and, uh, you know, that's the toughest part for any fan. When your favorite player gets traded, you know, when your favorite player retires, uh, you know, for me, I was 15 years old. I was devastated when Joe Theismann got hurt, you know, and Joe wasn't going to be able to play anymore, uh, you know, as, as someone who, you know, liked playing the quarterback position at the JV level at that time in football, you know. I mean, it's like, man, that's my guy. Seven's out. He's not going to play anymore. And, you know, that because, again, when you lose games, when you get hurt, your career can end abruptly. Uh, when you get traded, all of a sudden your favorite player is playing in an enemy uniform. You heard what Jen said. As long as Troy wasn't getting traded to Pittsburgh, you know, it was okay because it would have been hard to root for Garnet Hathaway and Dmitry Orlov in a Pittsburgh uniform. There's no doubt about that. Big win for American last night. Uh, they get uh, Navy, knocked them off the two seed, had a chance to catch up with uh, their great forward, Matt Rogers, the local product uh, out of Frederick County, after the game to get his thoughts on their big win over Navy last night. Matt, the, the sweeping right-handed hook. <laughs> you work on that on the farm? or Where did that come from, my friend? I mean, that thing is silky smooth uh, out yeah, there. That's a, that's a Mike Burns special. I learned that as soon as I got here. and uh, It's taken two years to really master, but I finally got it down. It's been consistent ever since I got it. 
For you and Johnny right now, I mean, you guys, fabulous. Everybody seemed to be funneling everything inside you guys. You guys did a great job of contesting things. If I'd have told you that you're going to win this game with your defense uh, here tonight, what would you have thought beforehand? Because you guys had nine block shots in this game. Uh, yeah, we've been focusing on defense the whole year. Uh, that was our strong suit in the beginning of the year when we were on our win streak. Um, we got away from that due to our six-game losing streak. So uh, we really wanted to focus on getting the ball inside and then getting stops on the other end. And we know we can rebound. And off, uh, Navy's a great offensive rebounding team. So we just decided to block out and uh, get those rebounds, and they came together. The waves of emotion for this team. You guys were so good in November and December. You know league play gets a lot tougher. Just going through the waves of emotion, how do you get through that over such a long journey that is the college basketball season? I feel <laughs> we had a lot of success earlier. We didn't really have any bumpy bumps in the road, so we didn't get to learn our lesson. And then we started learning our lesson in the beginning of league play. We saw how hard it is to get wins in this league and stay consistent throughout the whole game. And now that we, we've gotten a little, we, uh, we lost those six in a row, um, I feel we, we learned our lesson. Um, we focused on our defense and practice. We know what we need to do. So, um, it's, yeah, it's a long season, but we, we've been locked in in practice, and it's, it's what we do. Is there a little culture shock when you lose six in a row? Because you know you're good. Yeah. You know you're working your rear end off during the week as it is to put in the work for those games, but you're not getting a result. Is that the toughest part to deal with in a situation like that? Yes, yeah, the toughest part is just keeping everybody together. We know we can win. We've, we saw it in the beginning of the season, um, so we just stayed locked in in the locker room. Uh, we're telling guys, yeah, we're a young team. We can, we're going to fight through this, and we're, um, we're still in it right now in the playoffs. Obviously, now you get a chance to move on to face Lafayette. You know you have the only win in the league over Colgate in your back pocket. Confidence-wise, this team could do it. The, the way you've rebounded now to, to win these two games the way you have, you guys have been scintillating on defense the, yeah. the last two games. Is that what it's going to take against the Lafayette team that you know it's going to be a grind for 40 minutes on Sunday? Yeah, they came in our place and, and smacked us, to be honest. They beat us by like 20. Um, so, yeah, we've been look, uh, focusing on rebounding. That's been our, our main key um, to get stops. Uh, I'm not really worried about Colgate all that yet. Uh, I want to take it one game at a time. So uh, Lafayette's our next focus. What's it mean to see a guy like Connor Nelson hit that shot with what he's gone through you in know, his career? He's gone through a lot. Um, he was out, I don't know, November, December. He wasn't really getting a lot of time. And then he's, he's been working consistently. That guy's the hardest worker I know. Uh, he stays in the gym consistently trying to get back in shape. He's been doing it for the whole year. And then come in and make that big shot in this big of a moment. Um, I just give him all the props for sure. Appreciate the time. Best of luck on Sunday. Thank you so much. That is Matt Rogers, the... 6'9", junior for American, local product out of Knoxville, Maryland, up in Frederick County, played at St. Maria Garetta. He and his AU teammates with no Sprouse, no Smalls. Connor Nelson, great story. Guy scored almost 300 points his freshman year, great three-point shooter, and been battling injuries ever since, dragging his leg up and down the court with a huge knee brace on. Shot clock winding down, gigantic three from 24 feet away, and he bangs his the biggest shot of the game. For American last night. They win it by a count of 52-51. They'll play at Lafayette coming up on Sunday. Howard winning last night. The MEAC, just a great night uh, for local basketball in the area. And our conference tournaments are getting underway as well. So plenty of great hoops coming up over the next few days. Let's take a look at what's trending. All right. NFL Combine continues on. Bryce Young. Undeterred by all the questions of size, according to a couple of reports this morning, as he was at the podium, there was there was a few people in front of his podium. It looked to be about 250 uh, as he was answering questions this morning. We'll get official measurements and size on the quarterback that could be the number one pick in the upcoming NFL draft. And if it's not him, it could be C.J. Stroud as well, who also uh, talked about his lack of running while at Ohio State certainly did it at strategically at times and did it against Georgia in an incredible, iconic playoff game this past year in which uh, the Bulldogs were able to escape the Buckeyes by one, but Stroud was absolutely heroic playing uh, football at the highest level there. Wizards in the win column last night beat Toronto back to within two of the 500 mark. They have a rematch with Toronto again coming up tomorrow over at Capital One Arena. That's a look at what's trending on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Now, we were talking about 
the positives and the negatives going on in basketball right now. And and Steve, who's a regular contributor to the show, talking about how Scott Van Pelt's monologue on the coach's ALS story, Patrick Behan at St. John's College, had uh, tears in his eyes. And, and that's I, when I cycle back, when I recap what we've talked about on the show, and I hope you'll go back if you've missed any portion of it, listen on the podcast as well. Matt will have it up. You know, it, it's – as I said, for, you know, the, the fighting and everything that we've seen this week in the game, you know, Paul the Sixth is as good a basketball team as there is in America at the high school level. And I think they gained even more respect in defeat the other night because of their behavior in defeat than they even would have in terms of uh, getting a victory against St. John's. A, it was an epic game. You heard what Kim English, the George Mason coach who joined us earlier this week, you heard what he had to say about it and the respect he had and talked about how valiant they were in defeat and their respect of their opponent and the other team in, in that game. And just glad to see that. And as I said, you know, you get on Center in a positive way because SVP reps the DMV. And it was such a positive story, and I'm not sure any of us watched it with a dry eye. If you did, you just don't have tear ducts uh, in your eyes uh, in terms of watching uh, that story. You know what time it is, ladies and gentlemen. The final segment of every uh, Russell and Methurst show comes down to... It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day on Russell and Methurst. And, of course, earlier this week... We were talking about an alligator and a Wendy's drive-thru. Well, we come back to Pedro's favorite saying. Now, I'm just saying, if there's a McDonald's or a Wendy's Burger King, somebody out there, and you want to sponsor this segment, you're more than welcome. Let's rock. That's right. Let's get our guy, Alan Lapore on it. Let's do it. A Georgia woman, according to the New York Post, allegedly... Drove her vehicle to a Popeye's. Well, what's what's so unique about that, Pedro, you say? Well, she didn't just drive it to a Popeye's. She drove it into a Popeye's. What? Yes. <laughs> Look, the other morning I went to my favorite Dunkin' Donuts location. I ordered two chocolate frosted donuts. You know why? I order chocolate frosted donuts every day. Every single day. Two chocolate frosted donuts and a large iced coffee, caramel cream, no sugar. Every single day. I don't deter from that. They hand me my coffee. They hand me my bag. I start driving down the road. I'm on Route 4. I reach into the bag to grab out a donut. First of all, there's three donuts in the bag. I didn't order three. There's no chocolate on any of them. They are three cherry-filled donuts. Now, Guerrero's not a huge fan of cherry-filled donuts, but I was left with a conundrum. Do I turn around and go back and go, it! you gave me three cherry donuts when I ordered two chocolate-frosted donuts. What the hell's the matter with you? No, I didn't do that. I just ate the cherry-filled donuts and went on about my day. But Belinda Miller chose to drive her car into the Popeyes, literally because biscuits were mistakenly left out of her order. Yes, that's exactly right. Left out of the order. The store manager told police Miller became angry when she discovered no biscuits with her order and that she drove her SUV into the restaurant entrance. The manager said the restaurant corrected the mistake and gave her the biscuits prior to the crash. The manager also said the woman threatened staff before the incident, including calling the store and threatening to drive her car into the building. She nearly struck an 18-year-old employee. Yeah, I did hear that. She struck an 18-year-old employee with her, nearly struck an 18-year-old employee with her vehicle when she crashed into the store. She continued driving into the store until her vehicle was stopped by debris, according to arrest warrants. The woman fled the scene after crashing into the restaurant. She was booked into the 
local detention center and given bond of more than $4,000, although it's unclear if she remains in custody. Now, I don't know about, I don't know Belinda, but hey, Belinda, if you crash your car into the building, even if you run, guess what? They're going to figure out you were in the car and it's your ride and they're still going to come get you. But you know what? I hope the biscuits tasted good. And that makes you our fabulous. I mean, look, biscuits get left out of our orders all the time. Okay? It happens. Sometimes they forget. I ate three cherry donuts the other day, even though I'm not a big fan of them. Because I didn't want to turn around and drive into my favorite Dunkin' Donuts location. That'll do it for us today. It was a fast three hours. My gosh, it went by quickly. We appreciate all of your contributions throughout the week. You guys are fabulous. As always, make sure you follow us at WrestleMania621, at Mr. Underscore Me 93, and, of course, me. I'm just real simple, at Pete Medhurst. You know where to find us on social media. You know where to find us on the podcast as well. Love your feedback. Love the interaction. Let's keep it going throughout the weekend on Twitter uh, if you want. And uh, make sure you have a super weekend out there. Lacrosse for me all weekend. Navy and Oregon and women tonight. And then uh, Navy and Lehigh tomorrow. Both of those games available on ESPN+. For Matt, for Chris, I'm Pete. Burgundy and Gold today is up next on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.